The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. <clears throat> Clear my throat there. Still don't have the cough button. I think we're good on the rundown. You sent the emails. Everything's good, right? Uh, uh, we run down like nobody's business. Yeah, we're you know? good. And then, uh, so this, does Tori clear his throat before he does anything? Before? No, I don't think so. So he just, he just hits it? Hit it, Tori. Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Good. Number 124. I got distracted one, for a second. Can you tell? Yeah. One, <laughs> Duh. You Squirrel. distracted? <laughs> 124 as in. I got I to gotta say it, Neil. 124 State Highway in Maryland. It goes from Darnstown to Damascus. Quince Orchard Road. Oh, 124. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Come on. I used to live off 124 also. You did. We work off one twenty four. I, right. kind of I thought we were going to do. I, you, you really. You're going you're gonna to do the, the the highways every week, aren't you? I I, th- I think we've uh, that's run its course because we don't have anything until two seventy. I believe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we'll be good until then. Very good, Neil. Do you How know are what, you? How's everything? Oh, everything's great. But did you know what happened today in history? What happened today in history, Scotty? It's kind of growing on me that uh, that that sound. In eighteen forty eight. James Marshall finds gold in Sutter's Mill, California, wow. starting the gold rush. There's gold in them that are here. Those 49ers went out there, right? That, oh, the, the, oh, tying it into timely NFL football <laughs> talk. And in 1984, Apple computers, we had Apple on before, uh-huh. uh, unveils its revolutionary new Macintosh personal computer. I did see, I did see that somewhere along the line today. Did what you, was and what was the cost? Yeah, do you remember? What the, see oh, the cost I don't know. It was, it was very 20, expensive. Twenty five hundred dollars, which doesn't seem like no, no, much, eight nineteen eighty four. That yeah, that was huge. Um, we used to use Apple two E pluses in basic programming in high school. Huh? Apple two E, <laughs> and we used to think those were the awesomest things with their five and a half inch floppy disks. Uh-huh. Oh. And all, uh, let's close it up in 2011. Oh, this Neil, is more recent history. 21, the second studio album by Adele was released. Oh, great. Remember Adele? <laughs> we talked about her in the March. Right, We're so going to talk more about the March. She had 25 and, you know. Now, this uh, is the other thing. The other thing, once again, Babs, she's not. Babs, she ain't. <laughs> Neil, unfortunately, we yeah. have a couple more celebrity oh, RIPs. Had, it's had, like every week. Yeah, this has like been a big thing for us these days, isn't it? Uh, so the first one is Who Meat Loaf. About first? Meatloaf, yes. Meatloaf. Or that's Mr. Loaf to you, that's Neil Alderodi. <laughs> that's right. Two out of three ain't bad. Uh. So do you have it? What, what, what's your? I'm sure you have some information about Milo. I'll give you my personal story about Milo. Um, not much. Just he was in Rocky Horror Picture right. Show. His, uh, his album Eddie. "Bat Out of Hell" was yeah. huge in the '70s, mid '77. It came out. Yeah, so mid '70s. It, 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 it was right in my wheelhouse. I was 16 years old. And did you like it? Yeah, I went to go. I, yeah, so here, so back, so this, uh, this album came out, and plus, we knew. Meatloaf from Rocky Horror Picture Show. I know Meatloaf when I make it. It is delish. And uh, but then but this album came out and then we heard about it and then Todd Rundgren and um, the guys from Utopia were playing backup on this and he produced it. So we were in, we were into Todd Rundgren and Utopia at the time. Okay. So we were in, into this into this album game. Great. We went to go see him at a theater on um, in Hempstead called the Calderon Music Hall. It was a nice theater. Beautiful. Started a lot of great shows there. Deborah would probably know. Linda probably not. But that's the story. <laughs> but anyway. Um, 
and it was a great show. Matter of fact, the, the one from the uh, the the, uh, the person from Night Court was singing with him. Uh, Harry Anderson? No, the female. She was Marky on. Post? No, the one before that. She was only on for one year, but that was like a big thing. I always got confused about that. Selma? This, no. I'll, I'll get back to her. Bull? I, I thought you would have this name in your history. Dan Fielding? No, because um, you know, like, Mr. Loaf, he yeah. was just, uh, you know, kind of okay for me. But here's the thing for him. He was great, and then it then it, he jumped the shark. He got Vegas, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. Well, he, he, always, <laughs> he always had the big, bombastic, theatrical rock and roll Well, he's a theater background. I mean, you know. I would do anything yeah. for love. What, what do you think he wouldn't do? Because he won't do that. Right. Is it get married? He didn't do that? I don't know. He said, <laughs> I, I would do anything for love, but I won't do uh, that. I'm trying to figure out what that is. I don't, Get married. I don't um, know. Go, go, go to the in-laws house. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, or, or it could be, <laughs> it could be, uh, get a vasectomy. Do you think that's what it is? Maybe. That's a line he wouldn't cross. <laughs> I, it could, I don't know. No. I don't know. And that's a lingering question in my mind. All right. Do you like, the, um, paradise by the dashboard light? Is that, it's is, a bit, Overlong and overrated. Wow. I mean, I mean uh, you're going to have to deal with Lisa, Lisa in that one. That, 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 but that's what, but that's, I've heard well, it way too many times well, at karaoke thing. by people doing it. I'm like, that, yeah. that's the thing. It's just overplayed. It's, it's kind of, you know, that, that's where it's jumped the shark for me. So talent, sorry, he's gone. I'm surprised you liked him. All right. Our next RIP, celebrity RIP. <laughs> is, you know what? I'm, you know, if I could surprise Scott once a podcast, done. Done. All right. To wrap. <laughs> the next one is, Louis Anderson, oh. the, I guess, acerbic comedian is how I would describe what him. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I'd use it to see what you would say. What, seriously, what is, is acerbic? He, he just seems a little um, off-putting yeah. and yeah. cranky. I'm not. I'm not. I'm Louis like, Anderson. You know, here, here, here's the thing. This, this, I was n- not a fan of Okay, his. so this is our struggle. So you're in the same boat. Like, should I feel... I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry that he, that he like, died, but right, do but, I... Care? <laughs> <laughs> I think we could apply that to almost anything, right? Okay. Yeah. All right, but anyway, he was on the Family Feud. I did. Did you see that? And uh, yes, he <laughs> was. And he, I don't he know. was always. Eh. It's like you're scaring the families, Louis. Yeah, I, I never really got his shtick. No, and uh, he was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, very bit part as the flower delivery man. And, I, I, I don't remember. And he was that. on baskets. But but right, but once, but, but once uh, again, he was very well liked amongst all of the comedians. Common comedians. I think he was like kind of had. He's a, a comedian's comedian. Yeah, I think that's kind of was like a shtick there. But all right. So that's our uh, RIPs. Oh, they get an applause from the crowd. This crowd. Oof. Neil. Yes. It's the end of the world as we know it, but you feel fine. Right. So um, a couple of things have happened. We tried it. We're trying this new bit here. That, or I'm going to try to this. So the, it's the end of the world as we know it. But do I feel fine? It could be a question mark. Oh. 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 Or an exclamation point. You see. Punctuation affects so many things. All right. So you, the, the one that we kind of over the last few weeks we've seen that I brought brought to your attention, which I think I don't know what to do with, is that I've gotten emails from two different sources: one from a friend, one from a coworker. Male enhancements? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. I get this from other people. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, to to buy Girl Scout cookies. Oh yeah, I love the Girl Scout. Who doesn't love girl? Who doesn't love a thin mint? <laughs> uh, right, you got to be off if you don't like those. Okay, here's the thing. I think in, in my, my general Girl Scout cookies. I, if Girl Scout cookies, should, they should sell those cookies. Now I'm a little bit 
on the fence when they used to bring the Girl Scout cookies into into the office without the without the kids. That was not so good. Oh, I'm just I'm just putting up the sheet here. Right, you yeah, order I right. No, yeah, but mm. if the kid came in. Oh, um, I, I um, like that. that, that it's it's kind of like was, your no tipping rule. That's exactly. You got to have exactly. that personal connection. Exactly. Speaking of which, but what do you think? What do you think about this email and the Girl Scout cookies? No go, right? Um, yeah, that's a, a little too impersonal. Um, if it was from a close family member, I would do it. I mean, even How about uh, a phone call from a person. <laughs> family member? Hey, Uncle Scott, this is Yolo. Can you buy some Girl Scout cookies for me? I mean, that's all it takes. <laughs> well, you know, we know millennials and or Gen Zs—they just a text. A, a personal. All right, I'll take the text. Well, we we still get the personal treatment, snacks, right. and Lil McG. All right, all right, they delivered our cookies Very on nice. Sunday, and. Mr. and Mrs. David Jeff, they, they know how to raise a, fam, a, a fine family. And they know where money is. <laughs> exactly. So they seek out the money. But we had a new cookie, uh, brownie and caramel. Really? And it was crunchy. And it was pretty good. Needed a little bit more of the caramel mm-hmm. taste in there. But uh, I enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. that was good. All right. So now here's another Enough thing. of Girl Scout cookies, right? Yes, exactly. Now here's the second thing that happened this past weekend. So Lisa, Lisa and I decided to order some Chinese food, right? Okay. What do you get with Chinese food every time? You get the soy sauce, the duck sauce, and... Spring rolls instead of egg rolls. Okay, I was talking more the condiments, but you get the fortune cookies. Oh, egg drop soup? Yes, egg drop soup. Egg drop soup also. Although Lisa gets the wonton. Number five mild? <laughs> exactly. I was actually telling somebody about the day when Scott, Scott used to get the number five mild at uh, Peking Cheers. Even though it was mild, his head would sweat. Oh. <laughs> it was great. Just all over the place. And people Scott, would watch. And Scott got the wrong dish again. It's, it's uh, three bites in. He, he towel that guy off. Anyway, all right, back back to the fortune cookies, right? Fortune cookies. So I kind of like eating a fortune cookie at the meal. Who doesn't like it, right? Right. Okay. Once but, again, you got to be insane not so to I like look at So I look at the fortune cookie, and what do I see on it? But an advertisement. Oh no! <laughs> not not just lottery numbers. No. Well, one side had the had the um, you will soon have peace of mind with some lottery numbers. Other side it says soon you will download an app that will fix your finances. True bill. I mean, really, Neil. <laughs> OCB podcast on the back of fortune cookies. What okay. do you think? You might, you might. So thank you. Stay with me here. This is why this was the end of the world. We know of it. We will, you know, we'll be fine because we could do this. A hundred fortune cookies, 47 bucks, five messages. We yes, absolutely. <laughs> what do you guys think? The crowd loves it. Absolutely. Why wouldn't we do this? But really, but, but, but advertisements in the back of fortune cookies, really? That's uh, jumping the shark, right? Exactly. Now, for us, cookies. we're going to do it. <laughs> well, of course. why wouldn't we take uh, uh, you know part in this economic opportunity for ourselves, Neil? Thank you. And that is the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. I feel fine. I think you might. You might. All Once right. you get a few Girl Scout cookies Exactly. In oh, the Thin I'm, I'm real. I can't get off. I'm, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to those. All right. You may continue. Cold Thin Mints are the best. <laughs> Absolutely. Neil, let's let's do our feedback machine. Okay. Uh, so we did the Mart for the first time last week. Good buzz. Good buzz. Big hit. Yeah, they loved it, huh? Lots of feedback. I've received a lot of suggestions. Oh, I'd love to hear you guys uh-huh. rank this or that. And I'm like, yes, yes. Huh. And what we have to be careful of, Neil, is uh-huh. if it's a big enough topic, uh-huh. right. that, that's Rushmore territory or Mount Rushmore territory. It's true. Territory. There's a fine line between the Mart and the Rushmore. There is, but uh-huh. we will walk it. Right. Exactly. Now, uh-huh. I did get some feedback from the uh, from the creator of the Mart, John Thompson. The, yes. Should we call him Sir John Thompson now that he has a... <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Sir John Thompson. <laughs> 
Uh, what was his feedback on the Mart? <laughs> he gave it a thumbs up. He really, okay, he really liked yeah. it. He gives a about in delivery how we, we instead of doing it one at a time, we went back and forth with our rankings. He he liked that piece. Hey, hey, it was brand new. Uh, we were right. feeling it out. No, um, it, was, it was good constructive criticism. Thank you everybody for the, for the feedback. We love it. And uh, Bud and Eileen in yes. North Central Pennsylvania. Drink, drink. Uh, they do like Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Who doesn't? We mentioned Lady Gaga last week. And Mom is very happy yeah. that you are using the scrubbies oh, and liking them. Uh-huh. And we posted a picture yeah. on the Facebook machine of you using it. I got, a, I got a little podcast buzz also this weekend from my brother on Marty. Uh, also, we did James Bond actors. What's that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, in yes, the yes, Mart. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Bud said his, his worst, lowest ranked James Bond actor was Roger Moore. Really? And he said he played James Bond as a clown, and he didn't care for that. So that made me think, when he <laughs> took the entire family to those five James Bond movies in the 70s, uh-huh. was he just hate-watching the movies the entire time? <laughs> or why would he take... I mean, he took us to Clint Eastwood movies because he liked Clint Eastwood. Why would you take us to a James Bond movie with the guy you hate? He was hate-watching. I, <laughs> I guess. It was an expensive hate-watch for him, too, with popcorn exactly. and all five of us. Uh. My God. And then my uh, trivia buddy, Charles. Yes. Who is uh, Mr. James Bond. He's he's uh, written two books. So about he's your go-to guy when James Bond questions come up. He's the, he's the Oh, guy. absolutely. He said he enjoyed you calling George Lazenby, the one-time James right. Bond, George Lansbury. <laughs> Because then all he could think about was James Bond and Jessica Fletcher teaming up to solve mysteries on you know, CBS at Sunday night at nine. It's a good mash together. Why not? It's George and Angela Lansbury. All right. So that's enough of the feedback machine. That's great. Uh, I'm Neil, glad people are listening. <laughs> Neil, this past weekend was apparently the greatest the weekend greatest. of NFL football, except for What's that? our predictions. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, exactly. My, my both teams are done, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> NFC, you're done. I had the Rams going to the championship game. You had uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. We had Buffalo going far. Our Super Bowl picks are in the toilet. Exactly. So let's uh, reseed. Okay. Uh, so next week is the NFC Championship of uh, Rams versus 49ers. Who do you like? Yeah, I got it. The Ram. The Rams look pretty good. I'm going to go with the Rams. I think, yeah, I, I, like, I, th- I think I think the, the 49ers run out of steam here. I'm sticking with the Rams. <laughs> All right. On the AFC side, mm-hmm. uh, that Kansas City Buffalo game. I, I saw a meme on the Facebook machine. Uh, the Super Bowl should be the best of seven. Buffalo versus Kansas City <laughs> every week for the next uh-huh. seven weeks. No, I mean it was there was a buzz. Even like even on the news, every, everybody was talking about it today, except for people I talked to at work. And that there there lies something I don't like about not going into the office. Oh, like I wasn't. I did, the I water could, cooler. Chair. I didn't have my cup of coffee walking around. The, hey, did you see that game last night? Oh, what about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's the Chiefs versus oh. the Bengals. I think I'm going to pull for the Bengals because they haven't ever done anything. And right. I think I'm officially sick of the Chiefs. All right. Who do you like? I think Kansas City is going to win. I, I, I just, he just put Mahomes. That sure. guy's unbelievable. So I, I got the whole thing going with Kansas City. That's our picks. That's the update on the NFL. And...
Neil, we have a very special guest yes. coming in yeah. after after the break. What do you know? We heard we heard a lot of noise upstairs. A lot of noise, a lot of beeping, a lot of buzzing, a lot should of should consternation. Check the <laughs> she might steal a fork or two. The OCB kitchen taste I hope, test. I hope Lisa put the good the, the good china away. Have you or a family member been injured playing a backyard lawn dart game? Have you been accused of throwing a lawn dart made of inferior foreign materials? Those lawn darts are very sharp, and whenever I touch them, the chemicals used to manufacture them cause my hands to break out with a violently itchy rash. What can I do? The OCB Law Firm is here to help. Have you burned your crotch with scolding hot coffee from a B-plus rated convenience store? Have you suffered trauma due to severe intestinal distress caused by eating roadside convenience store jerky meats? Hi, this is Larry McLaughlin. Scalding hot coffee and jerky are the two staples of my diet. Anyways, the OCB Law Firm helped reduce my alimony payments to five of my ex-wives. The OCB Law Firm can help you with all of your legal needs. They say justice is blind, but the OCB Law Firm will make you see again. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. I haven't heard from the so-called OCB Law Firm since I took out a second mortgage to pay their retainer fee. And they guarantee me a big settlement for my frivolous lawsuit. The OCB Law Firm can help with personal injury, auto accidents, divorce. Heck, they will even file a class action lawsuit. We are ready, ready to, to help, help you. you. Call 1-800-OCB-JUSTICE to get your justice now. The OCB Law Firm is now accredited to litigate your claims throughout the tri-state area. Neil, all, all I smell is food. I can't wait for this taste of this kitchen thing to happen. We don't use it. How about some Girl Scout? And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on all of your favorite Listen. podcasting apps. All right, Neil, it's time for our toilet joke of the week. The toilet joke of the week. Scotty, why do you get, what do you get? When the Queen of England farts. Neil, I don't know. What do you get when the Queen of England farts? A noble gas. <laughs> Where, okay, how do you rank that? I like that. <laughs> All right, Neil, uh, now it's time for the OC Bomber Kitchen with Taste our, Test. With our special guest. Miss Kelly. Hi, Kelly. My real you? life wife. How are you? Hi, Kelly. I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Welcome to welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh-huh. This is great. Well, are you are you excited about being? I know you. I, I understand you're a little nervous about this um this taste test and this whole um coming here this time. Was that? Yeah, it's a little bit of a different taste test. All right. Yeah, well, I, we had no idea what's going on. It, it's like a full meal. But I have a lot of food in front of me, which looks they, it looks okay. But let's you know, let's, uh, let's see what's going on. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what the theme is. Exactly. Okay. I don't know how it all fits together. Is the point? Well, I'm gonna plant one on the both of you. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Today's taste test kitchen is all about plant based foods. Ooh, like oh. corn. I love corn. <laughs> No corn on this menu tonight, though. These are plant-based um, foods. Plant-based foods are becoming oh, increasingly popular as people look to eat healthier and limit the environmental impact of food production. 
And if everyone ate a little less meat collectively, we'd all be a little healthier. So, but, but would we be happier? <laughs> but, but, Good question. But, by the way, I mean, has Deborah paid you to endorse? Is it an endorsement for this? This is right up her I alley. I have not spoken to your sister, okay. but I'd be happy to share some recipes with okay. her. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've heard of Meatless Monday. Do you know when meat- yes. Meatless oh, Monday began? Yes, Deborah loves Meatless Monday. Do you know how what the origin of Meatless Monday is? I don't really care, but I'll know now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you she knows. <laughs> That's too honest. <laughs> well, Meatless Monday was first introduced by the U.S. Food Administration during World War One. Really? In an effort to reduce the consumption of staple meal items. Well, sure. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then it got in 2000. 2000- What's going on over there? <laughs> oh, she, she keeps touching my leg. <laughs> in 2003, Johns Hopkins revived the concept and relaunched the Meatless Monday campaign in an effort to get Americans to eat less meat. Oh, very good. John, Johns Hopkins. Yeah, Johns Not Hopkins. Not John Thompson. Sir John Thompson. <laughs> Sir, Sir John. <laughs> Aside from the health benefits. Yes. It's kind of amazing to hear the impact of going meatless just one day a week would have on our environment. Yeah, I, Should yeah. I give you a few statistics? Just, I'm going to. We're, we're, we're talking climate. Go ahead. No, we're not talking climate change, but we'll get to that. <laughs> we, we maybe. Will. We will. We maybe. will. We will. Um, water savings. It takes approximately 1,700 gallons of water to produce a single pound of beef, Wow. but just 39 gallons of water to produce a pound of vegetables. Wow. If we didn't eat meat or cheese for a day, um, it would be the equivalent of not driving 91 billion miles. And livestock creates more greenhouse house yes, gases. Yes, they fart a lot. Yes. <laughs> then, sure, yeah. then all the transportation in the world combined. All right, so we should all eat plant-based food. Yeah. Is, is so the, I'm not trying to get on a soapbox, but just to be aware uh, that, that, if, that if everybody skipped a serving of meat now and then, it could have an impact. Okay. So how, how often, so what, what about you personally? Do you, do, are you, you are, you're doing meatless Mondays? Are you doing those? We don't do, I don't do meat. Meatless Mondays, really, but But. I love, I have so many meatless recipes like that use lentils and chickpeas and beans that I like to make and and have them for my lunches at school. I like that. They're very delicious. But the rest of your family are are carnivores. Um, Yeah, I am too, because I do love a good filet mignon. But anyway, Mm -hmm. I digress. Okay, Okay. so let's get to our challenge today. Yeah, I'm very excited. This is is great. Thank you for bringing this research. And I'm all all for that. I was just kind of trying to tease you and stuff like that, but it's all good. All right. Um, all the foods I have here can get us through a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They're all plant-based. <laughs> okay, all right. And we're gonna, you're going so to we're, rate we're, them. We're, we're gonna have a whole day's meal right in this, in this yes. ba- next time of podcast. Just a taste. Okay, okay. Just a taste. It's of each. like the golden corral of <laughs> plant-based food. <laughs> exactly. And so, you're gonna... is there a chocolate wonderfall? <laughs> exactly. At the end? Could I get dessert first? <laughs> no, there is no wonderfall. You're gonna rank it in three ways. Oh, gonna, oh, we gotta uh, rank them. Three points for the way it looks, three points for texture, and four for taste. Put Pull your breakfast container over by you and get, grab your fork. Uh, let's start with the eggs. It's called Just Egg. It's made with mung bean. First of all, what would you give me on looks? Does it look like scrambled eggs? Yeah. Okay, texture and taste. Texture, I would give it maybe a one. It's not quite like real eggs. Two and one. Ugh, don't like it. And the taste, a one. I could probably eat a serving yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I could deal with it. It does have a weird aftertaste to it. Probably better than that is going to be, let's do the sausage next. See the sausage patty? It's a Gardein spicy sausage patty made with soy and wheat. Well, it looks like sausage. Yeah. What's the? What would you give it for looks? Three out of three? I think it does look exactly sure. like a sausage. Yeah, three. Texture? Um, I'm zero, zero. <laughs> I'd give Maybe it a, a one. one. And the taste, it's really spicy. I yeah. think it's better than the eggs. One. Okay. Not my bag. 
All right, now let's do the um, veggie bacon. Now this. Yeah, does that have the look of bacon? No. No. <laughs> no, and it cracked like cardboard as well. It kind of looks like sizzling a little. Oh, it's better than the egg. Texture zero, taste zero. I don't like it. It's like I think cardboard. It tastes like bacon. It's like smoked I'm gonna go, cardboard. I'm, I'm gonna go zero zero one. I think it tastes like bacon. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bite of all three together, like I would like uh, egg, oh, sausage, no. and bacon. Kelly, I'm not happy in a plant based world so far. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. There's so many other ways you can eat plant based if you don't like these kind of foods. You know what? Individually, I, I, they all didn't taste great, and combined, yeah, it magnifies the not tasting good. <laughs> So wait, you get. I but mean, you know what? We're trying. That's the important thing. That's the important thing. And, and I have open mind also. All right, the next one Legal is. Legal minds will differ. <laughs> fish fillets. Do you see the fish fillets on your chair? <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> no. Like long johns. It's made with soy and wheat. So go ahead and try your fish. Um. So for looks, it definitely looks yeah. Give like me the look score. Piece of deep fried fish. So a three. Sure. Um. Looks. I thought it was a potato. Um. It um, looks like a McNugget. On the inside, it does. On looks, it's, I'll, I'll give it a, uh, you want to look, looks is mm -hmm. three, I, I think. Mm -hmm. Texture? Texture was two. Okay. I agree. But taste is one, because I think it, it's it's like a chicken, like an old school chicken McNugget from like the, like the two, early 2000s, remember before, and they were kind of like yes. sketchy in there. Uh, <laughs> made with a pink slurry. <laughs> um, remember those, you remember those sketchy McNuggets? I, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I ate so many of those. Um this, I, I, I was with you. I was like, this tastes like chicken, but I get a faint fish yeah, taste now. So end. I'd give it a one for okay. taste. All right. The next one <laughs> is. <laughs> the, the hits keep on coming. Well, oh well first God. of all, let me ask you, what does, not the burger, but the what, the sandwich next to it, what does it look like to you? Does it Black look hog. like a pulled pork? Well, it looks like, I was going to say it looks like sauteed onions. You what think is it looks it? like a pulled pork? It's actually jackfruit. It's a fruit, roasted jackfruit barbecue style. Ooh. Wait, first of all, how does it look? Does it look no, like? It, yeah, it, it looks like, like pulled a pork? pulled pork. It looks like or a, Arkansas look, beef, yeah. Or, or sauteed onions or mushrooms, you know, that type of. That's okay, kinda, so what do you want to give? I'd give it a three for yeah. looks. Now I should take a bite now? Yeah, take your bite. The barbecue sauce itself is pretty potent. Neil took two bites. I wanted a texture. <laughs> Mm. I like it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I think with, with the right bar with the barbecue sauce is overpowering it, but the texture as I was trying to fish because it, it, it came with the sauce, right? So. Sure, I get it. It's almost a potatoy in texture, like an overcooked a little, potato, little, like yeah, softer right. than a potato. Overcooked. You, you have so, so looking at it, you expect that um, pulled pork feel in your mouth, and when you bite it, you don't get yeah, that I'm resistance. Up. It was um, a bit uh, yielding in my mouth. Okay. So what what would you give it for texture and taste? Can I give it a half? Okay. That um, taste. taste. Maybe a one. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go two. Texture two because I, I, I like the texture. Okay. I went yeah. back for the second bite of the texture. You did. But. This, I thought I thought the taste was a bit. I think, but that's just relevant to the to, the, to how, the they cooked, how, how, how they how they prepared it. Yeah. Okay. So what what are you going to give it? A one. A one. Okay. I, I, the barbecue sauce was too sweet for my likings. Okay. And then the last one we have here is the plant based burger, which is made from pea protein. Pea and I put your toppings on that you requested, the oh, ketchup and mayo. So you both like the same, and I like that too. And it looks like a burger. Does I give it a three. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We might have to subtract uh, half a point for taste because these are Martin's potatoes rolls, okay. and those are amazing. Okay. <laughs> texture, I'll give it a two. It does have a burgery texture? Yeah, I think it's it's, it's yeah three. I mean, it, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going in for it, just plain burger. It, it just reminds me of like kind of a um, and a, and a, a, like when you buy like a frozen pat, like a Bubba burger, that, mm-hmm. that, that kind of thing. Versus like you know, versus a, a fresh, a hand padded. What, what you right? So it reminds me. It's, so that's so I'm comparing it to that. So that okay. That, so that's fair. Okay. And what what do you think on taste? I would go three also. Yeah. It's okay. Fine. I think I'm going two. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, yeah, that wasn't bad. I think I could eat an entire one of those, and it's very different from like a black bean burger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think overwhelmingly the plant-based burger made with pea protein got 16 points. I, I do like peas. Then the fish fillet got had 12. The just egg mung bean was 11. The jackfruit was 10 and a half. Really? The sausage was eight, and the bacon was zero. <laughs> I like the bacon people. No, I, oh, it's too much like cardboard. I mean, even yeah. bacos think, are better. But I think no. the taste, it tasted. No, it, maybe it we just tastes like, like generic like, smoke. It's like sawdust. Yeah. Okay. Put, put the bacon on the burger. I don't, wanna, sure. I don't want to ruin that burger. I'm going to take another bite of oh, burger. Oh, he's taking another bite. So, but here, let me ask you a question. What we just had is this is kind of pricey. It's a little salty in the words of Randy Engelberger. Is that true? Are these these uh, um, products? They were a little pricey. Mm-hmm. But it was in the name of science and in the name of your podcast, so it was worth it. Thank you very much. I was worried that you were going to say you hated all of them, and then nobody would want to go buy plant-based products. But there's so much more to it than just foods that are trying to be those foods that are made with plants. I've got recipe like my favorite plant-based recipes are like lentil pilaf and sweet potato stew and chickpea curry and I'll be happy to share those recipes if you want. I would like. here, here's what I like. All right, do you have anything else for I us? I do. Honey? We always have a quick fire. Uh-huh. I'm not going to tell you yes or no. You're just you're going to tell me yes or no and I'll let you know when we're done. So tell me if these have a plant-based substitute. A plant based substitute. Like all these are plant-based substitutes. Right. Do these foods have a plant-based substitute? Go. Shrimp Yes. Yes. Pe- Peking duck. <laughs> Peking duck? No. Peking duck. No. Any- Caviar. Yes. Yes. Tuna. Yes. Yes. And haggis. Yes. What is haggis? <laughs> Scottish haggis. It's it's like uh, innards and intestines all in a ball and I'm they gonna, cook I'm it a, together. You know, we call it kishkas because you get a... Oh, no. Like, um, not, no, it's uh, something else. Uh, blah, 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 blah. No, by the way. No? Okay. Actually, they all have plant-based substitutes. Really? Yes, even the shrimp. So, by the way, really, Derma was the name of the, uh, Scott, the, the Scott. Scott won that one because he said yes for more kishkas. than you. Oh. <laughs> but that's okay. Well, guys, this was fun. I'll have to think of a new one for the next time. Was it? Was it fun? It was great, Kelly. Thank you. I mean, this is what you know. We talked about <laughs> Kelly's appearance. She is really the king of the of the, of the kitchen service. You know. Why isn't she on the Food Network? I don't know. I don't know. I should it, get on there. Maybe this plant-based thing could be a way for you to get on there. We, I mean, OCB, we, we could have you as the OCB um, food expert. Well, we are the OCB food expert. Okay. Well, all right. We'll see how that turns out. All right. Uh, before I leave, <laughs> what vegetable should you never take on a boat? I don't know, Kelly. What vegetable should you never take on a boat? A leek. And I know you like poop jokes. <laughs> I lo- by the way, I love leek, by the way. What do you call a vegetarian with diarrhea? I don't know. What do you call a vegetarian with diarrhea? A salad shooter. <laughs> I like telling jokes, but never about tofu. That's just tasteless. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Bye, Bye. Kelly. Bye, Kelly. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, and she's gone. She left she's not, all this food we gotta, here. We gotta, we're not eating this. I don't think the dogs want this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Goodness, that was a lot. That was uh, very interesting. Yes, I was. I'm I, once again. I'm surprised and I'm, great. I'm, gl- I'm glad I tasted it. Like maybe I could get by on the eggs and sausage. 
And the burger. The burger. In a pinch, I could do the uh, the chicken fish or whatever it is. No, I like the fruit. She was talking about the, uh, you know, uh, plant-based food right. impact. So let's go ahead and talk it, about that, climate that, that change. Time. Oh. Scruffy? But we ran out of time. Scruff is not managing our time very well. My I goodness. Think. Well, you know what? Next week, we're going to come back. We're going to have another great episode, Neil. Number 125. Thank you for listening to Those Who Bombers Podcast. Spread the word. We're on Amazon, Apple, Google, Air Radio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs>